It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, we're back. We, it feels good to be back, and welcome back into the United States of America, Richard. Thank you very much. I was at Parts Unknown, a.k.a. Barbados. Barbados. Beautiful Barbados. Everyone's like, hey, take a look at money bags. Not true. What happened was, this is a little peek behind the, uh, the Keefe household curtain, we don't normally get money back in taxes. This year we did, and we said, let's actually do something with it. So we went to Barbados for a week, and it was lovely. I drank a lot of rum, uh, listened to a lot of Rihanna, and just had a really nice time. I should have invested in SPF before you went down, in sunscreens before you went down there. Yeah, I burn hot. I, bur- I got one burn. I did a pretty good job of staying out of the sun unless I was swimming. I, I'm one of those guys that tries to stay under the umbrella and mind my own business because it can be, it can be bad for me. You saw firsthand. Although, same, same, same could be said for you. Well, I was, I was just about to add that the only person more susceptible to the harmful rays of the sun than you is me. We so should maybe... That's why we, we come from a very, a very similar background. Yeah, the Keith Davy, just by name, you can probably sense that we're not great with the sun. In fact, yeah. we could maybe rebrand ourselves as the Sunburn Brothers. <laughs> the Burn Boys. The Sunburn Boys. <laughs> the Sunburn Boys. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll update the bio. We will now be the Sunburn Boys. Ryan, yeah. there is so much to get to. It is uh, happy 69th episode here at WEEI, first of all. Nice. 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 Yes, we have had a 69th episode before, but we are not going to let that pass, so we're going to be doing best. In fact, I know the title of the episode is Best Love Scenes. It's going to be more most memorable love scenes from movies, TV, video games, and comic books. Uh, we also have a, a ton to get to in Davey's Video Game Minute coming up in just a moment with E3, and that's even still going on as we record the podcast right now. But first, let's catch you up on uh, This Week in Dork. Ryan, let's start with the news that everybody is waiting for. Ocean's 8 was the number one movie at the box office this weekend. And great. And what a slow movie of the weekend. A slow weekend of the movies it was. That was backwards. In other news, um, we got the Halloween trailer. The uh, Danny McBride written Halloween trailer. We tweeted that out at Dork Podcast. This, This movie, what are your thoughts on this movie? Just based off of the two and a half minute trailer. I mean, we've been duped with trailers before. I yeah. mean, the trailer looks good, and but trailers have burned us before, so I'm a little weary of this. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is like the sequel to the original Halloween? Correct. There are like four different Halloween timelines. You have one, two, four, five, six. You have one, two, then H2O and Resurrection. You have yep. the Rob Zombie uh, one and two, like both remakes. That's a Rob Zombie timeline. And this one is one and then this one, which is important because the second Halloween, Halloween 2, which takes place like that night, like it's literally right after the events of Halloween 1 is Halloween yep. 2. But they're going to go a different direction, at least what it looks like with the trailer and everything. Rather than going too deep into Michael Myers' backstory and be like, oh, like he's related to Laurie Strode and like that's his sister who has to kill his sister. Like, not, I feel like we're going to get more of like he's just the boogeyman vibe. Okay, yeah, and yeah, because he's he's locked up and he's locked up in like this weird prison. Because yeah, and so it's been years and years and years. So Jamie Lee Curtis is in this movie, but also this is if you just watch the original, which is almost a maybe a perfect horror movie. They there's no connection between Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. There's none, and so right. that's they have more to play with here than had they included two in the continuity. So I'm right. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm. I'll. I'm, we're gonna see it. Like, who are we kidding? You're you know damn I mean? skippy. You're damn yeah. skippy. Thor Ragnarok now available on Netflix, Ryan. That's good news. Yeah, and I did. Uh, I was talking to you guys. Like, you were out of the country, but I was. we were texting about it, and I uh, I was saying I did the Davy cut, which yes. I just didn't watch any of the Hella stuff. Oh, yes. And, and just jumped. I jumped right from, like, Thor to Hulk, you know, and, and, and Korg, and I was good. That's a good 45-minute movie and, and worth your time. But I really like Hella. As you know, Hella really, yeah. really did it for me. 
Not to no, get you know too crass. Stuff? Yeah. Where she's like, Does nobody remembers me. Like that whole scene, like that kind of dragged. But like, she it was had, like smack in the middle of like awesome stuff. She had such a smoky eye, though. Oh, total smoky eye. Was that the smokiest eye you've ever seen on film? That's Yeah, it's one of them. It's up there as far as smoky yeah. eyes are concerned. Uh, also on Netflix right now, Ryan, is a true crime uh, documentary series called The Staircase. Have you gotten yep. in on The Staircase yet? Not yet. Uh, people are buzzing about this, but I, I just, I'm having a bit of a Netflix true crime hangover. I just watched Evil Genius. Yeah, I, I, um, I skipped that one. Yeah, I watched it, and it's, uh, three, it's like four, like around an hour episode, so it's like four hours of stuff, and it, if it was a two-hour movie, it would have been awesome. Gotcha. But it was like yeah, it was too like much. Twice as long as it had to be. So the staircase is fascinating. So again, if you like making a murderer, if you like any of those type of ones, uh, I would highly recommend this. I'm not finished. I'm I think halfway through right now. But as a bonus, Ryan, I think the plan is a bonus episode of hashtag Dork next week. We're gonna bring back our hashtag Dork resident attorney Nicole, who's also my sister in law, and we're gonna discuss the staircase. And she is very active on Twitter. I'm sure if you yes. if you uh, interacted with her on Twitter, she loves to uh, like give me some noise from time to time. Yeah, she nice. kind of, her her running gag is she kind of shits all over the Davy Video Game Minute for some reason. Yeah, well, tell her to tune in this week and see what's what. <laughs> it's going to be half the episode this week, so yeah. good luck to her. But we're going to do a, we'll do a regular episode with me and Davy and all the bells and whistles. Then we're going to do a little uh, side episode on the staircase. So. If you're watching it now, know that we're going to do that. And if you're not watching it and you're looking for something to get in on, I would recommend it. There are 13 episodes, and they're all about 45 minutes. So it's nice that it's not the full hour, so you can kind of shotgun two or three in a row a little bit easier. Uh, That is the news on The Staircase. Season 4, Ryan, of Fargo will go into production in the fall of 2019. Is that too long? Wow. Too long of a wait year? year? Year from this fall? Yeah, that's the production. Yeah, and I guess that's when a little too long for me. That's a separation. Now, I know they're not like in continuity, like each season stands alone, but that's a long time. And I guess they were asked about, like, what do they know what's going on? And they said they have a year, a city, and a location. Well, here's what I'm thinking, because I, I didn't know about this until you put it on the, on the outline, so I was thinking about it. Um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst just had a child together. They, are, they were seen canoodling. Well, yeah, no, they just had a, a, a kid. Yeah, I know this because oh. it stuck out to me because his name is Ennis. Ennis? His name is Ennis Plemons. Ennis Plemons? Yeah, so anyway, so maybe like what Ennis? they're doing is that maybe they're bringing them back. You know, give them some time, you know, start your family, do your thing, and then they bring them back for Fargo. Maybe. Did they both survive that season? They did. Oh, all right. They did. That, that was one of my favorites. I liked that season. When he was buying the butcher shop or whatever? That was season two, right? Yeah, that yeah was, I like that one. Season three was not good. I did not like season three. Season one was fantastic. Season two was also fantastic. Yes. Ryan, you like Sam Raimi. He I has, did. He, yeah, I did. He, yeah. he has, apparently he has a film coming out called The Bermuda Triangle, and Ryan Reynolds is set to star in the film where he will battle sharks, Vikings, and Nazis. All right. So. Cool. <laughs> get ready. Get ready yeah. for that. Now, the Godzilla universe is considering a Mothra and King Chid- Who is this? King Chidrogo? Who What is it? Adora. Yeah. Chidro- yeah. Standalone movies for both of those assholes. Your thoughts? Um, so I'm, I'm hearing that the, the test screening for the new Godzilla, like it's called like Godzilla King of the Monsters or something like that, Yeah, is like testing really well. Oh, okay. So I'm, I, I didn't. Not... I didn't care for. Uh, I didn't care for the last one or the last two. No. The, well, um, and there's going to be. Isn't it it's slated to be like a Kong Godzilla crossover? Yes, that's the plan yeah. anyway. So yeah, I'm in on that. It's probably going to be better than the Dark Universe, which is already folded after one Mummy movie. Yeah. So yeah. as far as so you could do something, I would go Marvel, DC, Godzilla. Dark Universe. If yeah, I had to rank Dark the, Universe. if I had to rank the crossover events, they had such a sh- they had such an opportunity with that Dark Universe to bring back all the old monsters and they yeah. pissed it away. Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. You could do all yep. kinds of stuff, and then Wolfman, like, Dracula, get another Dracula movie. Wolfman, you could have a Wolfman, but Cre- creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, sure, you could have. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Now, Ryan, I hope the listener is sitting down because we have an absolute ton to unpack here. 
E3 is going on. So this has got to be the most anticipated Davy Video Game Minute of 2018. It's time for Davy's Video Game Minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. Oh, and it will. It certainly will this week. Ryan, where and how do you want to begin? More... Okay, so I, I broke this down. First of all, let me mention, if you, uh, for all you video game nerds out there, please go and visit our friends at Illusion Grips at Illusion... Uh, illusiongrips.ticktail.com. They uh, they love to have you. So go go check them out for your most affordable video game controller grips. Um, this Richard is going to be a doozy. Okay. There is a lot to unpack. So I figured the best thing for me to do is break it down by console. Yep, that makes sense. All right. So and I'll do it in the order in which they appeared. So um, what was it? Sunday night. Was it Sunday night? Where Xbox had and Microsoft had their big conference. Uh huh. Yeah, and so we got a look at some games as Halo Infinite, which we got a cinematic trailer for, no gameplay. Right. Um, so there is going to be another Halo title, which, you know, great. Fine. Um, people are still playing Halo, like good for you. Good for them, uh, yeah. Crackdown 3 was shown, and, and Microsoft did this really weird thing where they were showing games that were cross-console games. Ooh, okay. They had a couple titles of their own that they were very proud of, but then they showed things like um, like Crackdown 3, for instance, is a Microsoft-exclusive game. And then they showed things like The Division 2 and Devil May Cry 5 and this game called Anthem, which is made by BioWare, who did all of the Mass Effect games, which is basically just Destiny with jetpacks, is okay. basically what that is, right. um, if you're into that kind of thing. But the big, so there are two, Richard, Ga- Gears of War titles coming out for I Xbox. I saw that, yeah. Yep, so we have Gears 5, which is a female protagonist this time. And we know very how nice. the internet feels about female protagonists. A very, they feel the, very the strong. cover of Battlefield. Oh, yeah, they, they, yeah, they're very say, polarizing. I would say this about myself. Before Overwatch, which I've definitely yep. invested more hours in playing, like a multiplayer shooter game, like I've more with Overwatch than anything else. But prior to that, the record holder for me would have to be Gears of War, and maybe even a yeah. combination of the first three. I played the shit out of Gears of War. You did, and you played them longer than m- most people did. Like yeah. you were I played a ton. You, know, you were like still playing Gears when people were like, "No, dude, Call of Duty." Well, know? I had a good crew. My cousin and like two or three of his friends. So we would team up and we would play for hours and hours and hours. And then I would also you would sort of get used to the controls. You would play the single the campaign mode, which was fun. So you play that, oh, you oh, beat yeah. that, and then you play the. Uh, the, the co-op for uh, forever, it was, it was awesome. I really liked it. Yeah. No, so yeah, it's fun. So, I mean, Gears is exciting. I mean, it, we're, we're excited to see, like, a standalone Gears title back, so that's nice. Um, I thought Microsoft did a nice job with their presentation. It wasn't anything that was mind-blowing to me, but it was good. And then the next night, Richard, you had the nips-blowing PlayStation 4 or the PlayStation um, conference. Oh, yeah. Oh, nobody off- has any nips left. You're right. Which which started off um, with them showing gameplay and some more footage from The Last of Us Two. I can't wait. Which if you don't buy and like I was talking about it on Twitch last night, like the little things that Naughty Dog does in their games that like you don't notice in the time, like you're. But if you're like take a step back and like really watch and appreciate what they're doing, like there was little things like Ellie. I think Ellie's going to be the main character in this one, and she so gets kind of like. gets she gets shot in the shoulder and then like kind of staggers. Like, the way she got shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there was one scene where, like, she shot somebody in the face. Mm-hmm. And instead of just having, like, this generic, like, head-exploding thing, like, it, you could actually see the bullet hole in, like, the person's cheek, like, where it hit. It's, so it was, like, little things like that. The that, Last like, of Us is one of those games, and, like, and just uh, watching that last night, it's one of those games where, like, you, you compare it to another game on the same console, and you're like, how is this, how is this both PlayStation 4 games? Like, the, exactly. one looks so much different than the other. Yeah, so getting into that, so it, good segue there, because then you had a, a game called The Ghost of Tsushima, which was a uh, like a samurai, like an open-world samurai game, which looks amazing. And I was saying again, like, um, the, what's going to make or break this game, because you did see some gameplay footage, but what's going to make or break this is um, the, game, the, the controls. Yeah. Um, I don't know how the controls are going to work, but in combat games like that, like, if you have bad control setups, like, it just... It, Screws the game up. Oh, and I forgot to mention with Xbox, too. I even have it written down. Fucking Battletoads is back. Oh, yes. I'm glad you brought that up. You love yeah. Battletoads. And... No, I do not. Oh, that's right. You hate Battletoads. I fucking hate Battletoads. In high school, Davey and I played uh, a ton of Nintendo. We had, the, we had the emulator, so we had just yep. about every game, and we played a ton of 
really everything. And we played a lot. Yep. I didn't really take part in Battle Toads. I played it a couple times. Like this isn't for me. Meanwhile, Davey was playing it. Got very far in the game. Then he got to the scene where if anybody who's played Battle Toads is familiar with, you had to race a rat. Seems yep. innocent enough, but the fucking rat is impossible to beat. And if it, and, yeah, I was just going to say there are, there are lists of most difficult games of all time for any console, and Battle Toads constantly gets into the top 10 it constantly does because again unless you have an emulator there's no way you can beat this game and even if you do it's damn near impossible like i had to like there were times you do like the speeder bike levels you remember like i had to like pause it and like stand up and like stretch and be like okay like i got through that now i have to remember like what's coming next yeah, and even then, even if you remembered, you still couldn't do it. And this <laughs> fucking rat, which you had to race down. It was one of those things that you had to race down. I've tried, I tried it every number of ways and just couldn't do it. I've, like, and people who I beat Battletoads. No, you didn't. And I remember there was a, a child that we went to high school with who claimed he never lost at Monopoly. Like, it was one of his most outrageous yeah. claims. Yeah. And we're like, all right, we're going to see if he's totally full of shit. Like, if he says he beat Battletoads, like, this kid's a fucking liar. And, and like, have you beat Battletoads? He's like, oh, God, no. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. He's like, he's like battle toads. He's like, yeah, I tried racing the rat. He's like, forget about it. We're like, mm, no all fuck right. this. He's like, no way. He's like, maybe so he's anyway, onto so something was, with Monopoly. Yep. So Ghost of Tsushima looks really good. Uh, there's a game called Control, which is basically like your Professor X, like throwing blocks and stuff around at people. Yeah. Um, there was some weird, and I was I was saying too, like the the VR thing. I'm glad that Sony didn't really push their VR because. And until that headset becomes less cumbersome with the wire, uh, would they never show? They show it on the commercial all the time. It looks like there's like neat little package. The amount of wires that goes into these things is ridiculous. So, yeah, I think we were right. We we talked about this months ago. We're like, let's yeah. wait and let them work the kinks out. Get a few more games. Like they're not. We're not ready yet for good VR. Yeah. Not yet, but there's so many. So the other thing, so they completely rebooted Resident Evil 2, which is one of the, I would say, the best Resident Evil game. Yeah, um, I, I and they so. made it, And they made it look like Resident Evil 4, where it's more over the shoulder instead of, like, top down, uh, which is kind of cool. Okay. Um, and then uh, Hideo Kojima's game, Death Stranding, they showed some gameplay from that. Yeah, what's up and with this I don't game? know what the fuck is going on with this game yeah me and, neither and people are going to talk about how how much of a genius he is uh, and how wonderful this game is and how beautiful it is and meanwhile like you're carrying around a fetus that like gives you a thumbs up like every now and then like, I, don't, looks, I don't like that oh that's like our weird ghost. <laughs> remember the guy that we talked to that had the game battle of the fetus from comic-con survival of the fetus survival yeah, of yeah. The fetus. he would he would love this game he probably would was, this might have been his input maybe maybe but uh, the thing is like so the, what they showed to the gameplay is just like you're walking around with like a backpack and like packages like that's the game i'm out and there's no looks, chance it, I oh could, it looks so stupid i wouldn't so, last 30 seconds playing this game yep um and then there was some weird vr game uh from the people who make uh, dark souls and bloodborne which looks like a tea party like a victorian era tea party okay is, is the mad hatter there thing. Sure. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, and then the the coup d'état, the the crown jewel of PlayStation was they actually showed a decent amount of gameplay, and they had a demo after of Spider Man, of yes. Marvel Spider Man. Yes. And this looks the balls. It does. So they open up in the scene, and you're on the raft, like you're doing. There's like a jailbreak on the raft, which houses like the maximum Marvel's maximum security prison out in the middle of the ocean. Which they even referred to in uh, both the MCU movies, but they also referred to it in um, Jessica Jones season two. As bad as that yes, was, they, they mentioned the raft, and it was a big part of the Civil War comic. Yes, it was. So, so the Spider-Man's on the raft, and we get a look at five of what we can now consider uh, the Sinister Six, and you don't see who the sixth person is. Oh, so that's nice. I'm guessing it's Green Goblin. Yeah, that makes if sense. If it were me, yeah, you know. So, I, but uh, because I know Norman Osborn is in the game, but then people were. Uh, I was looking on Twitter, and people they had a hands-on demo station where you could actually go and play a demo of the game. And people were like, "Well, the first thing you do when you play a Spider-Man game is you find the Empire State Building and climb it." Yeah, of course. And take a look around. Yeah. And someone did like a little screenshot of it, and the Avengers Tower is in the game. Oh God! So that is so that's exciting. That is you very could actually exciting. See. Yeah, so this this looks awesome. From what I'm heard, I'm hearing, it's like super smooth. Like, um, it just feel you feel like a superhero. Someone said like right out of the gate, like you like it's it's awesome. And they introduce um, the the combat and the swinging like when they should, and it's just a perfectly like 
polished game. So I'm really excited for that. So from everything you've seen so far from E3, if you could have any five games right now, and regardless of console, whether you have the console or not, if you could just, if they were all available to you, you could just pick them out, what five games would you get? So I'm taking Spider-Man and The Last of Us like right off the top. Yeah, like, yeah, that, for sure. Those look awesome. Um, I really like the way Super Smash Brothers looks, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I liked how that looked. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge fan of uh, the Hitman series. Okay. That looked really good. Uh, Fallout, obviously Fallout 76 looked incredible. Um, I know that's five right now, but there's like there's some Dark Horse games here that look really good. One of them is called Jump Force, which is like... Um, if you've played any of the Dragon Ball Z fighting games, like this is one of those, but it's like every anime character you can think of. Yeah. So so that that looks actually kind of fun. Well, so do you I, see I would be in on that. Super Smash Brothers or Smash Brothers Ultimate, whatever they're calling it, is going to have yeah. every single character that has ever been in a Smash Brothers game and more. I think they're adding I think I mentioned it. They're adding the Belmonts. Wow. So from Castlevania, which would be really cool. I would, um, I would love, and, and I, I think I tweeted this, but I would love if Tekken ever brought back. And I know there was like a Tekken Seven or whatever not too long ago. Yeah. But if they got every single character from every Tekken game, that would be the best thing ever. I mean, look at what Mortal Kombat did. Like Mortal Kombat Ten, like they did kind of the same thing where they had like this robust cast of characters, and then every once in a while they'd give you like, oh, here's five more. Yeah, that's it's great. Three more. You know what I mean? So that would be just keeps the game fresh. Well, like Injustice know? Two did that. Injustice Two yeah. had so many characters, and they would add more. Yeah. But so that's good. Uh, so I, I watched Nintendo's conference today, and uh, they, their whole thing seems to be like, "Hey, we get this now." Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it, it, there's no really like good new titles other than Smash. There was you know Xenoblade Chronicles. There's a new Mario Party for Mac and all of his supposed friends. You know, <laughs> oh, to speaking, play Mario Party. Speaking of that, so uh, Mac and Goo every week they do a uh, Goo's Juicy Six Pack, uh, and it's yeah. usually Goo, but it's other people as well. And they uh, it's like a top six of whatever they want. And so last week on the Mac and Goo podcast, they did a Nintendo sixty four draft, which was a great idea. So they had three guys doing a draft. They each drafted ten N sixty four games. And Ryan uh, felt like yes. there were a lot of snubs, so you did a Arvon D juicy six pack, and so you can check that out on iTunes on Mac and Goo, or you can also check it out on our YouTube page. Davey has six underrated N sixty four games, uh, so check that out YouTube dot com slash Dork Podcast, and feel free to leave a comment on there about which ones you also feel like are underrated. Uh, so N sixty four in the news this this past week. In the news, yeah. And just to clarify, too, these are ones that uh, I don't... If I were to do the draft with them, I certainly wouldn't have drafted them, but they're worth mentioning. They're good enough to worth mentioning. So that's yeah, where yeah, we yeah. go with, like, underrating. I also like, think- obviously, I'm going to take fucking Goldeneye. And yeah. as, as Goo would say, the Orc Arena of time. Well, that was, I think we knew what he was talking about. I thought Mac had yeah. the, uh, the best draft in my eyes. Mac did, and it was far and away the best. I mean, yeah. he... Uh, but, you know, I think they drafted, like, 10? Yeah, I think it was 10 like each. That. Yeah, so it was 30 and total. five... Five of, or five or six of his games had Mario in them, <laughs> yeah, and four of them, and four of them had Mario in the title. Not bad, though. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> not so, bad. So, yeah. what else you got for me? Three. So, I mean, that's. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, Bethesda came out with a lot, a lot of good stuff. There's a Doom sequel. There's a Wolfenstein sequel. Mm-hmm. There's a Rage sequel. So they're doing some really cool things. There's now this Skyrim, which you can. It's like a choose your own adventure that you can play with Alexa. It's called the Skyrim Very Special Edition. It's oh, actually yeah. real. That looks crazy. So yeah, yeah. that looks crazy. Um, and it's just a lot. I mean, this it's still going on for the next two days. So there's stuff that we're not going to mention. Um, there's a lot of cool giveaways too. So now uh, they did a thing for Black Ops Four where they're like, oh, we're redoing these maps from all the whole Black Ops series. And if you had um, Black Ops Three, like you get this expansion pack for free. And people are like, well, what do we do if we didn't get Black Ops Three? And they're like, oh. It's a bonus game on PlayStation Network now. So you can download it for free. Boom. So I just just because it's free, I got Black Ops Three, and now I got early access to like this expansion pack that you know. So right on for me. Things you know are looking I mean? up. Oh, right. Yep. What do you off the top of your head? Do you remember what the Spider Man and or the Last of Us release dates are? Uh, Spider Man, I know, is in September. Okay. Um, it's like three months away. All right. Uh, the Last of Us, I believe, is in November. Okay. But November is going to be the Christmas season is going to be packed because I think the Last of Us Fallout um, and like Rage Two like all come out like yeah. in that. Time. There's a lot of so a lot of good ones. It's a lot, and they always do this too. Um, so and there was one. Oh yes. Yeah, so the last thing I'll mention is Ubisoft came out and they're doing a bunch of cool things. The Crew Two, and they have 
um, a new Assassin's Creed game, Odyssey, which takes place in ancient Greece. Man, they just pump so, those Assassin's Creed games out. They really Holy do. Smokes. And, and they they just there's nothing new with them. You I didn't like I mean? the look like, of it. I saw I saw the the gameplay footage where there's like a huge battle. It's like 300 versus 300 or whatever, or 150 yeah. versus 150, whatever it was. I'm like, ah, eh, that's not really for me. I like I like I, think that's I hated they the go, battles. Though. I like I like the assassin killing. Like that was fun. Yeah. But anyway, well, hey, is there ever going to be another Grand Theft Auto game? Uh, well, the other the Red Dead. So that's the thing we haven't seen any of that stuff yet. Uh, and I guess Rocksteady is going to announce what their what superhero game that they've been teasing for oh, a while. Oh shit! Yeah, you tweeted that out. So they obviously did uh, the Batman series. Yep. Or at least all the good ones. Actually, I thought they were all good, but they didn't do which one was it? Origins. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't do Arkham Origins. That was a Warner Brothers game. I still thought it was pretty good, but anyway, it was pretty good, but it wasn't anywhere the near. So they, the Ar- the other Arkham games. they had a Twitter poll. They said, "Which superhero would you most like to see a Rocksteady game of?" And the options were Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, and Green Arrow. Yep, Green Arrow's got to be the answer. Green Arrow has to be it. Just bopping yeah. around, shooting arrows, and all the different trick arrows and everything that he has. That'd be the oh, yeah. game. And we said that the Escape from Supermax would be the game. Oh That's my god, it'd be incredible! Like I don't, you, yeah. you'd need to f- make it more different than Arkham Asylum, but like like that, it'd be awesome. When you run across like every like DC villain in the world, like in one awesome. spot, I feel like the Flash yeah. would get kind of boring. Like he has a good vi- like Rogues yeah. Gallery, but I feel like if you're just super speed guy, it would get kind of redundant. Like Superman would get boring. Superman is boring. Yeah, like how just, in your face, Superman fans. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So that I mean, that's that's more than enough for you to chew on with the Davies video game minute. And if you're checking out E3, like just keep going. You know, it's it's not done yet, and there's a lot of game developers who are going to do some side stuff that are that are going to come out soon. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, but shoot us a, it's been a, a long t- weekend. Shoot us a tweet at Dork Podcast. You can email us dorkpodcast at gmail dot com. Games you're looking forward to, etc. Check out our YouTube page. All that all that nonsense. Ryan, this is the 69th episode here on hashtag Dork on the WEEI side of things. So we thought, we're not a very mature podcast. Let's not ignore the elephant in the room, which is 69. So let's do best love scenes. And because some people think we're too focused on movies, we're going to run the gamut. We're going to do movies, television, comics, video games. Are you ready for that, sir? Oh, it also happens to be the topic du jour. Oh, sorry, the what? Oh, it's the topic of the day. It's best right, yeah. love scenes. And it, let's say most memorable. We're not going to rank them. I mean, we, we probably could have done that, but we're not. So let's just sort of ping pong back and forth some of the most memorable love scenes. Let's start with movies and work our way from there. How would let's you like to it. begin? Uh, so I have some of my favorites like yes. of all time. Let's hear them. Um, and there, there's some legendary ones. And the one that people always are going to go to is the, the scene with Nev Campbell and Denise Richards in Wild Things. Or Susie Toller and Kelly Van Ryan. If that's what that's what you want to call them. Uh huh. You want to call them by their name. And I think this was for our adolescents. I think you know this movie came out in like ninety five or like ninety six or ninety seven. No, no, no. I think uh, I want to say ninety eight. Okay, I want right, to say ninety eight. Late nineties. Let me tell you a quick story about. It. I believe it was sure. ninety eight because it would make sense. I remember vividly where I saw this movie and with whom I saw this movie. <laughs> I believe, I believe, Ryan, I was in eighth grade. Yeah. I'm not going to mention their names, but I had, a, I had a lovely girlfriend. Of course I did. And she had a, a friend as well who I was friends with. Literally, the three of us saw this movie at the, uh, the South Willow Street Movie Theater in Manchester, New Hampshire. The three of us, yeah, nice, is right. So the three of us got dropped off probably by our parents because we weren't old enough. Somehow we were able to see the movie. They, they weren't as strict for like a two-year no, run, no, and then no, they no. cracked yeah. down like after this. But the three of us go in. We're sitting down. We're watching Wild Things. The scene comes on. I know you're talking about the Denise Richards and Nev Campbell scene in the pool, which was great. But then the scene where you introduce Sam Lombardo uh, as portrayed by Matt Dillon, you see the three yeah. of them get together. I did, my eyes couldn't have been any bigger. Just my eyes. No, probably not just my eyes. And I was looking, <laughs> I was looking back and forth at the two ladies, and I'm like, this is the greatest thing of all time. And it like, was. Say, this happens? <laughs> this is like, a this thing. I, I didn't know this could, this could actually be a thing. And they're like, stop it. I'm like, well, no. What? Look at they, no, They're having a good time. Let's talk about this. We need to talk about this. <laughs> we need to discuss this. <laughs> Whose parents won't be home tonight? Like, what, how, how are we going to pull this off? Yep. What a moment. But so, Wild yeah. Things, there's a couple in that and movie. And what a terrible movie. 
What a way to sell people on a terrible But, Ryan, a lot of twists and turns. <laughs> Bill Murray? <laughs> a whodunit. Who, a whodunit? You got, you got teeth getting ripped out. You're like, who's oh the mastermind behind this? There's also a sneaky good love scene. I put love in quotes. Between uh, Kelly Van Ryan's mother and the pool boy. <laughs> you didn't like that scene? No, I'm just laughing. Oh. At the at the movie itself. The movie's great. It was definitely in my collection when I back when I owned like 300 DVDs. Uh, this and Basic Instinct wore out a lot of pause buttons. I was going to say that's also on my list, Ryan. Catherine Trammell and Nick had some very intense love scenes. They sure did. Um, yeah, so Wild Things and Basic Instinct would both be very high on my list. Also, I know you didn't see this because we discussed this on a previous episode. Unfaithful, the movie with Diane Lane. Where no, yeah, I didn't see this, but like uh, my boy, the fridge is is a huge like sneaky like Diane Lane fan. Like he talked like oh, she's the if, best. If, if he did like a Mount Rushmore steal a smooch, like Diane Lane would be his like Abe Lincoln. Oh, good for him. I th- I yeah. respect the hell out of that. If you could steal yeah. a smooch from Diane Lane, God bless you. Seriously. Superman's mom. I know. So Back in the day. Yeah. So I'm going to go. This one, too, I, I always like this one um, for because I believe it, it it is a part of the male brain that you know we didn't really talk about, and then you saw it on screen, and you're like, all right. Uh, and that's the scene from American Psycho when he's, like, doing his thing. <laughs> And he's looking in the mirror the whole time. Like, he doesn't even care about, like, the the, the girls. Is that... He's just, like, checking himself out. Yeah, he tells them to get in the bathroom, bathtub and wash themselves. Yeah. That one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want you clean. And then, he hits her, and then he hits her with the, don't just stare at it, eat it. Oh, like, yeah, that's like terrible. That, it's the most wretched thing in the world, but, like, the scene where he's, like, not even paying attention to the women and just, like, flexing. No, he could care mirror, less like, if they were there. Yeah, he just, yeah, he's, like, pointing at himself, winking. <laughs> like, that, that to me, like, what, unintentionally funny, Yeah, but horrifying at the same time. Listening to his, his tunes, which he was obsessed with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my God. I have a couple uh, really funny ones. Like, the, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The funniest one of all time, in my mind, is in MacGruber. I knew you were gonna. Say, I was gonna let you have that one too. This movie, first of all, I love the movie. Everybody who's listened to the podcast for half a second knows I am obsessed with MacGruber. I love it. I couldn't yep. recommend it anymore. However, the love scene in this was the hardest I laughed in the entire movie, which says something because there's a lot of like red face, tears in the eyes. You got to like rewind it because you miss stuff funny in it. Yep. But the love scene, and they set it up perfectly. It's MacGruber, and then it is. Uh, Vicky St. Elmo, played by Kristen Wiig, and yeah. they're having a really tender moment. You start to get like some really sweet music. I don't know if it's. I like... believe they're playing "Broken Wings" by Mister Mister. Yes, it is a hundred percent "Broken Wings." Good call. And they're talking, and it's and it's very like slow, and like they're both speed or he's being really smooth, and she's just like, "Oh my god, like is this going to happen?" <laughs> then she says, "This is the this is the line that sets the whole thing up." She goes, "I'm a virgin," and he leans in and he says, "Not for long." <laughs> and, then, and then it cuts to him on the bed in a full sweat, going ee, 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 like really hard, sweating on her. And then he's screaming in her face that he's gonna spill it. He's like, "I'm gonna spill it! I'm gonna spill it!" Ee, 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 ee. The way they cut it, it's unbelievable. And I guess like in the deleted scenes and stuff, in like the outtakes, he was just. He got himself so worked up that he was literally sweating all over. He said he felt terrible. He was like sweating all over Kristen Wiig. And so she's like trying not to laugh and she's like like moving her head, like trying to not get dripped on, like on her face. Yeah. It was like disgusting. But he's he says something else too to her, and then she tries to talk dirty and he's like, No, don't do that. And it's just like it's the best. And there's also another scene where McGruber is having sex with Maya Rudolph in the graveyard. Yeah. Also a very funny scene. Also, very because it's it, it goes back. It's like a callback to like that scene, which is yeah, which is and like you said, I mean, they set it up so perfectly where they have like this like slow eighties jam. It's definitely the, the and so then take it's just hard cut to like they cut the music these and broken it's like, wings. <laughs> it's the um, worst sound like any oh yeah any uh, person could make while having sex. Was, if you have not seen MacGruber, I would say please like do yourself a favor and like pay the two ninety nine or whatever. To watch MacGruber. Now I apologize. Like we kind of ruined it, but the movie's been out for a long time, and it's still good. Like you gotta, yep. you gotta see that part. It's a, it's amazing. And Kristen Wiig, I would say, in terms of funny sex scenes, she's in one where uh, in Bridesmaids, Bridesmaids with, with John, John Hamm, which is actually, which is actually pretty funny too. Yeah, that's a good like, one. Oh, can Philip Glass do this? 
and he's like starts like grabbing her boobs, and he's, she's like, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny one too. Another funny one I'd mention, obviously, um, Team America uh, has the the puppet. Oh, like the sex the, montage between Gary and Lisa is yeah. off the charts. They do ev- they do one. every single position you can think of, and the then dish. some, and some that you have not thought of. Yeah, did he like um, piss all over her too at one point? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it was bad. <laughs> uh, the only other the, the only other like legitimately funny one that I would say uh, is from Trainwreck with John Cena, like. I don't really care for Amy Schumer that much, but that movie was actually pretty funny. And John Cena was like, when he's like, I'm going to give you my full pecker. Oh, yeah. Like full I, pecker's <laughs> funny. Yeah. John Cena was good. Yeah, full pecker was funny. Also in Superbad, when McLovin finally has sex, and he's up in the bed, he's like, is, is it in? He's like, it's in? He's like, I, <laughs> well, then she's like, just touches. He's like, I get a boner. And then he like, <laughs> he like hands her like a condom and like the lubricant from before. It's just, yeah. it's hysterical. Um, the other one too, so I got two more for funny ones. The Heartbreak Kid, there's a scene in that with Malin Ackerman, who also I would put in the category for like worst sex scene ever in Watchmen. Oh, um, yeah. Actually, I'm going to get to that one in comics. I think it's a good yeah, comic yeah. sex scene. It's not a great uh, movie sex scene. No. And uh, um, when the Heartbreak Kid, she's just giving it to you know Ben Stiller, and then it, it, it ends with her going to the bathroom and making terrible noises i won't spoil it if you haven't seen it so <laughs> yeah, no i got it yeah oh yeah yeah so those are my funny ones that i would say for for movies uh another good one was the deadpool montage in the first deadpool oh yeah the calendar girl that one. is really that good, good with uh that was something else. marina backer and by the way would have to be in some kind of like dork hall of fame based off of being in firefly and serenity yep deadpool and then even though it's not a great show she's in gotham like so that is yeah. Marvel, DC, and Firefly. Yeah, she's in Gotham. She's married to Jim Gordon from Gotham, and she wants to play Catwoman in the worst way. I'm, I'm hearing. She should be Catwoman. She'd yeah, be great. Absolutely. Um, of, yeah, go ahead. Couple. Of, so the worst ones I would say that I, for movies, uh, Showgirls, the one in the pool. That is just uh, that is uncomfortable. I thought she was going to break it right off him. Oh, she probably did. She um, was. And then wow. you have those urban legends where you're just going to get stuck together. Like that's just asking for it. Yeah, was, I just asking for some sort of suction pocket where you guys get stuck together, and that's uh, not good. Well, um, the scene yeah. in Alexander with uh, Colin Farrell and Rosario Dawson when they're like roaring at each other, like uh, lions. Yeah, yeah. Real weird. Uh, Malin Ackerman and Watchmen. I already mentioned. Uh, and then how about Howard the Duck? Yeah, no, yes. one, no one talks about that enough. Not great. That Leah Thompson. Got yeah. with a uh, uh, little duck. And uh, yeah. the last one I'd mention for worst, obviously, is in Batman, the killing joke between Barbara Gordon and Bruce Wayne. That was just Ugh, wrong. They're not supposed to have sex. No, that's gross. But they and, did. Oh, so we have a special category for this, Richard. Oh, yeah, good. A, I asked, I went to my wife and asked and her what wife. she thought. Yeah. And her pick for worst sex scene of all time, she said this with a straight face, anything involving Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, God, the whole movie of Secretary. Oh, awful. And in TV, anything from the deuce. <laughs> Good from call. The deuce. Yeah, no, yeah. the deuce was terrible. Yeah, she's like, movies, TV, doesn't matter. Anything with her. I awful. like it. She's not wrong. Uh, a couple others I would just mention. You got the... Looks like uh, two fried eggs on nails. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, looking good. I, sa- I do know what you mean. Uh, Natalie Portman, Mila Kunis in Black Swan. Nice. Nice. Uh, this, this one, did you ever see the movie Gone Girl? I, uh, I read the book. Uh, yeah, the movie was. I didn't love the movie, but there's a scene. Yeah. Well, this is a spoiler, I guess, for Gone Girl. If anybody cares, uh, the girl that is supposed to be uh, gone, I guess, in this case, she has sex with Neil Patrick Harris, and like as she's having sex with him, she kills him. So it's like it's pretty intense. But oh boy, I wanted to add that to the list. I'm sure we've, yeah. we've missed a bunch. So again, uh, tweet us, email us. Whatever it takes. There's a lot of other good sex scenes, I am sure. Oh, the other thing, I was talking to uh, our, our Dale and Keith producer, Andy, and he was saying, like, another subcategory could be movies that just kind of, like, teased you in the sense that you thought it was going to be, like, sex-filled or, like, super sexy, and then it wasn't. I got two of those right off the top. Uh, you, go ahead. Coyote Ugly? Yes, big time. And strip tease. Striptease, yeah. I mean, she looked good, but you're right. You thought it was going to be more than it was. Yeah. And then we were even saying uh, Cruel Intentions. Like, it was pretty good, and there were a couple of moments, but you thought it was going to be even more than it was. Well, there was more going on behind the scenes, because didn't... Uh, yeah, they were married. And they, no, but they they conceived a child on, like, very shortly after, like, on set. Nice. 
Yeah. And that child, by the way, who is now like Reese Witherspoon's age when she was in that movie, and they are like spitting images of each other. Oh, boy. Scary. They're divorced, by the way. I know. That's sad. Uh, Let's move on to television, Ryan. What jumps out to you uh, from the television world of lovemaking? Are we going to go best, worst, funny? What do you got? Uh, Let's do shotgun in it. Let's start with with best. Okay. So the best one um, I've seen in uh, was it Alexander Daddario and Woody Harrelson in True Detective? Yeah, that's on my list. That was uh, season one of True Detective, of course. Uh, early episode too. I want to say like second or episode, maybe. Like, yeah, like second or third episode, and she brought it. She's off the charts. She was. And oh, she told. Man. She still is. And she told this story once, and she's like, she met the president, President Obama, at one point, and he was telling her how like True Detective was her favorite show. And then all she could kept thinking to herself was that the president has seen me naked. Uh, that like, is a weird thought. To her. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't make it weird. Like, she was making it weird. Like, oh, head. I love like, that oh. show. And he's like, specifically, what was going on there? Yeah, because you are. Woo! Most of, it. Most of the ones on my list happen to be from HBO because, like, you can just you can do so much more on those channels than you can. Yep. Oh, by the way, we should have mentioned probably, because I know we're going to get a lot of smart Alex out there. They're going to mm-hmm. tweet us their favorite scene from a, a porno. And that's not what we're doing here. That's not what this no, is, Ryan. I don't need your favorite porno, you know, Harry Potter porno, and the sorcerer, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Bone. I don't need that. Yeah, we don't need don't, that. No, that's not what we're talking about. There's not. Nope. Sadly, there's not full penetration on these. So, so come on, guys. Let's just yeah, we're stop just stimulating it right here. So we're I know. So, so delete that email that you were going to send yeah. us with your with your favorite porno scenes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the accent on porno. That's what, uh, right, this one you're going to love. This was yeah. uh, from a little TV show, I don't know if you've heard of it, called The Leftovers. Oh. There's a scene, the sexual tension uh, you could cut with a knife, and it was finally Kevin and Nora, late in season... Nora, played by... Carrie Coon, friend of the pod. Yep. Season one, episode seven. So there was some, a, a little bit of, you know, like, are those two going to get together? Because they'd both been through some shit. You know, Nora's family had disappeared... Kevin was uh, separated from his wife. You're wondering, are they, are they going to get together? And they did, and it was glorious. This is an amazing scene. Uh, they both look very good throughout. And it, just, it, was, it was one, you know when you're, like, you're rooting for a couple to just, just yep. get at it? And this was one of those yep. times. And so The Leftovers is on my list. So one, another, early, another early season good one. Uh, how about Jessica Jones and Luke Cage like tearing up a bedroom? Oh, that's on my list as well. That is one of the be- from the entire Netflix MCU seasons. That is definitely yep. the- there- and there's been a bunch of sex scenes in there, but this is the best one. Is Jessica? So Jones funny, and Luke Cage. funny story. I used to go to this dentist. Um, okay, this is going somewhere, and it was a- the reason I chose this dentist is because the- every chair he had had a Roku. Oh, which is pretty sweet, and you yeah. can like have headphones. So like while you're getting your teeth worked on, you oh, I like that. Oh, it was awesome. It was like I was just like flipping through, and I was had been watching Jessica Jones of the first episode. I'm like, oh, I'll just watch this, whatever. Yeah. So this very, um, <laughs> this very meek, uh, very timid hygienist who was like talking to me, and we're making small talk, and she's asking me what I'm watching, and I'm like, yeah, it's a show, and I'm like trying to like yeah, 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 or a little bit. Yeah. And then that came on, and I was like super embarrassed because that was <laughs> because I had a huge boner. <laughs> no, but they were doing they were they were treating each other rough in that, and it was it was loud. Well, and they you know? could, you so, know, I mean, they both have superpowers. Oh yeah. Uh, so that is the way to go. So I'm, I'm with you on that one. Really, you could pick about a hundred from the TV show True Blood. Oh yeah, True Blood had a zillion good ones, including Sookie Stackhouse and Eric. Once those two finally got together, uh, Jason. Jason, in the early seasons, like the first season, Jason Stackhouse, Sookie's brother, had a yep. whole ton, including um, a couple of times with Lizzie Kaplan, who was on I season Oh, my God. That's yeah. on my list, too. Yeah. That's on my list. That is hot, that hot, was hot, hot, like, hot. You, At that point, you only knew – if you watch Party Down, like you're like, oh, all right, Lizzie Kaplan, whatever. Um, and Mean Girls. And then you saw her in Mean Girls as Janice Ian, and then Janice Ian – Wow! Now you know and, she right, and again, uh, w- women are more than just looks, Ryan. There's 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 their their intelligence and oh, she's a phenomenal actress. She's, she's an unbelievable actress, super funny. But I would say out of the four girls in Mean Girls, she's the hottest one. Oh yeah, like who would have thought that Janice Ian, exactly. the one who's played like the the art girl, would be like the absolute smoke? And I think if you take every one of them in their prime, you would probably go. I'm saying prime, so I would I would say Lizzie Cap for me anyway would be Lizzie Kaplan. Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, Amanda Seyfried, Gretchen Wiener. See, I would, I feel as if this is kind of a stacked deck because when Lindsay Lohan was her hottest, she was like 
17, which is like gross. Yeah, you know no, that, I mean? yeah, no, that's true. The disregard and then, that. But yeah, so Rachel and on the flip side, like Rachel McAdams and Mean Girls was like 25. Yeah, that's so, true. And like, so yeah, oh yeah. And Amanda, I Amanda love Seffrey's Rachel McAdams. I'm not making no bones about that. I like Amanda Seffrey a lot. My big thing, yep. you know, some people are, are boob guys, some people are, are butt guys, some people are leg guys, some people are, are dick guys, whatever you happen to be. You I, know what I am, Richard? What's that? I'm a brain guy. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say eyes. Brain. I like I like girls with huge eyes. Oh, yeah. So you like, uh, who's the other one? Who's just Emma Stone, just because enormous eyes. Yeah, but I'm not a big Emma Stone fan, necessarily. You know who else has enormous eyeballs is Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, I don't like her either. So maybe I don't like eyeballs. There's something about maybe them I don't like. A it's lot. eye color. I think you're an eye color guy. No, I don't give a crap about eye color. All right, so moving. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so True Blood, uh, anything in there is good. And of course, Ryan, yeah. Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. How about Jon Snow and Egret when they were in That's that cave? That's a good one. That's a nice uh, time. Khal Drogo and uh, Khaleesi. Khaleesi. That was, that was a good one. <laughs> Just blood everywhere. Like, that was good. Jamie and Cersei Lannister. Yuck. That's awful. It's awful. At just one point, I want to see. I want to see the dink. I want to see Peter Dinklage like actually like rot somebody. You didn't know what I mean? We, didn't we see him do it with um? The hell was her Shay? What's her name? Shay. Shay? Did, yeah. we, did we? Yeah, he was in there. Oh, he had a lot of sex early on. You getting it done? The dink. I, I sure. it was oh, just, dink was banging. About it. No, dink was banging. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, right. yeah 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 yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh, there was there was one in True Blood that was just like I couldn't believe it was on TV. It was like I forget who and what and what season. I watched it all. It's kind of a blur. But they just like. It was vampires like feeding and then having sex. So like they were covered in blood, the sheets were covered in blood, oh, yeah. and there was a dead body on the bed, and they were having sex. And I'm like, this this is ridiculous. Yeah, you don't you hate to see that. Nah, you do. That's not clean. It was know? unclean. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say for the worst of television, um, there was a scene in American Gods which I loved. There was the one with the remember the one with the gin, and he was with the the cab driver. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not grossed out to the fact that it was male on male, but the fact that they actually showed like penetration through like X-ray. Yeah, that was like, weird. How that one was that shot. Was that really was very weird. graphic. Yeah, that was I very remember graphic, that. One. And I was like, Ugh. I was just like, for whatever reason, like that just was like super off-putting for me. Right. Like I have no pro. Do you? You know, it's 2018, my man. Do whatever the you hell know? you want. I don't care. Who cares? I don't need the X-ray. Care. I don't need full penetration with like an X-ray, like top down. Oh, that you know was I mean? that. They made that intense. Yeah, and it was missionary too, which. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I didn't see that coming. But good for those yeah. guys. Yeah, that's what I would say. Um, the ass eating scene in Girls. Uh, oh, every, every yes, every scene in Girls is just awkward, and I know it's supposed to be that way. But Jesus Christ! So now I call that the Marnie. Yeah, because that's Marnie. her. That's her character. Now, as Allison Williams was in the kitchen uh, with a little anal Angus, which you don't see on television a whole lot. No, you don't see that a lot. No, but. God no. bless those kids as well for these damn kids. You know, exploring a little bit, explore the space. You know? <laughs> explore the space, yeah. For God's What's sake. that line in uh, "Forgetting Sarah Marshall"? He's like, "Why would you put a playground directly next to a sewage plant?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you got anything else from TV, or do you want to move on? Uh, so we had some funny ones. So the the boardwalk scene. Remember, in it's always sunny. I know you're not a huge always sunny guy, but when they go what to are the you Jersey talking about? Shore, I love always sunny. When they go to the what Jersey Shore, what? What? it's not. I'm not an always sunny guy. It's one of my favorite shows. Okay, you are. Some who isn't? Who isn't a big always sunny guy? Uh, I don't know. I love I it. I love it. I love it. But so anyway, when they they go to the Jersey Shore and they're walking under the boardwalk and <laughs> there's just two hobos banging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's I good thought that stuff. was hilarious. And the the opening scene in the opening episode of Ash vs. Evil Dead when he bangs the chick at the bar. Yeah, that's good. That that was pretty funny too. Yeah. That's good. Uh, stuff. House of Cards the House of Cards threesome with the with the Secret Service guy, that was really weird. I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't see that and I'm certainly not going back now. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's worse now. It's right. definitely worse now. Uh you wanna go to video games? Yeah, sure. All right, so I don't have a ton for video games. I think you could probably carry this a little bit more. I would say there was a good one in the last Batman Telltale series where it was uh, Batman and Catwoman, and like you sort of control like what's going on and everything. Yes. Thanks. I thought it was pretty nice. I mean, that's, that's kind of where the, the, the video games kind of – I mean, The Witcher, I think that game is basically a porno. Okay, uh, yep. Somewhat are seen. Um, God of War, the earlier God of Wars, uh, especially God of Wars 2 and 3, like you, they were like quick time, like you had to like, like you had to like be on rhythm, like with like the circle button and it got like faster and faster and faster. So that mm. was cool. 
Uh, you remember the first time in like Grand Theft Auto Three when you realized that you could actually pick up prostitutes? Yeah, that was the only other thing on my list was you could go. Like, and that then, was mind blowing. That was, blew my mind. Uh, yeah, it was more than mind blowing. That you could go, and what was nuts too was maybe it was in Three or San Andreas or whatever, where you could drive. And you'd, you'd pick up a lady, you'd get in the car, you'd drive somewhere, and then there was like two or three different prices, and you're like, yeah. hmm, and then so you'd get something different. Yeah, so that was, so that was the, they were kind of the front runners there. And, and you also really remember terrible ones. you dated somebody, and like one of the missions, like you would date her, and you'd go back, and like you wouldn't, you would go into the house, and then you, you would just hear like the noise, and then like the next morning yeah. you'd walk out of the house, and you're like, oh, okay. So that was San that was Andreas. Yeah, that was, right, right. That right. was a good one. Um, so yeah, they kind of took it up a step, but we could actually start like dating people and like yeah. your relationship. If you got the relationship bar like all the way full, like you could take them home. Right, so that was, right, right, that was right. Good. And then there's some really bad ones. And the, the most recent Wolfenstein, in Wolfenstein 2, there's one where it's uh, it's like, you know, you're, you're hanging out with your girlfriend slash wife, and she's like eight months pregnant, which isn't gross, but it's just like... yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it's a whole thing. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, there was a game for Atari called Custer's Revenge, which is like one of the most like offensive games ever, where you play like General Custer and you just like go ro- walk around like just banging Native American women. Oh my god. Yeah, that was not. That was not great. No, I don't like that. Um, and one of the games, it's, it's considered one of the worst games ever. But there was a game called Ride to Hell Redemption, um, which doesn't make it. It's like a biker. It's like a biker game, and like at one point, like there's a this quick time where you're like having uh, relations with this young lady, and like it's both of you are just clothed, <laughs> like the whole time. Okay, like they didn't bother to like fix anything, and like nah. the dialogue's terrible. Yeah, like, leave it. It's fine. Yeah, just leave it. It's fine. People do it fully clothed, mm-hmm. like with like shoes on and stuff. Like, <laughs> Very comfortable. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, if you if I, that's worth a Google. If you want, if you want to check out uh, Ride to Hell Redemption, all right, check that out. All right, for sure. So yeah, so video games it's it's getting a little more common now. Uh, we're going to get into comics in a second, which is very it's uncommon. Cuz can't you do it in um, the Sims? Like the Sims you have the, yeah, yeah. you're like you're under you're like under the blankets and they're making all those weird Sims noises. Uh, yeah. There's like flowers like yeah. showering down. Like that that's kind of weird, but mm-hmm. you know, there's been some there, you know, where you can get, you know. Sure. Nice. Yeah. What about Oh, speaking of nice, I guess I oh, I never yeah. I never watched The Americans going back to TV, but I guess the two main characters in The Americans, which are also a real life couple, I guess there's a uh, a 69 scene in there. Oh. Yeah. Carrie Russell? Carrie Russell and the other dude, yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Uh speaking of nice, too. There's a nice. couple of good sex moments in the two South Park games in uh, Stick of Truth and Shattered But Whole. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one involved like you as a child like working in a strip club, and you have to like give a guy a lap dance. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. But anyway, <laughs> comics. Should we get on to comics? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. One of the ones that jumps out. Actually, there's a few times over. If you've read the Preacher series, uh, Jesse oh. and Tulip have a lot of sex. They do a lot. They do a, a lot, lot of sex. And one of the early, I remember one of the early preachers too. There's like it, there's a panel where it's like they had just gotten done, and there's like this ten foot like dildo, and it, it, there's like this really weird scene. It might. There's a lot happening. I don't remember. Yeah. No, there's a lot going on. There's a lot that, happening there. That, yeah. It's a great it's a great graphic novel. I highly recommend it. But Jesse and Tulip are getting after each other. Uh throughout time really, there's a lot of Batman and Catwoman. And I think some yeah. of the recent stuff, they're they're together. They're even married now, but there's a lot between the two. I would single out probably the comic Hush. Yes. That was what, right. that's mine. Yeah. My my favorite one too. All right. Um I would say the the other one too is there's a lot of suggestions. By the way, if you want to like check out any like sex and comic books, like the Japanese are way ahead of the curve on this. Good and, point. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't suggest that you go down that road, but you know, uh, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Hey, you everybody's know. got something different. Yeah, you know? whatever milks your Guernsey. You know what I mean? I do know. Whatever does it yep. for you? Sure. Um, I uh, so Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy have started a relationship in recent comics as well. That's true. Va va boom. Va va boom. Va boom boom boom. How about uh, Batman? Speaking of Japanese tentacle plant porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Batman and Talia Al Ghul in Batman: Son of the Demon. Well, what's lovely is that that produces a very a very lovely hmm. child. Yes, Damien. You know? He's so, very yeah. he's very normal. He's a normal kid. Very normal. He's very well adjusted. There's a lot of uh, I don't have a particular issue, but Green Arrow and Black Canary over their course of uh, time. There's yep. a lot of love making there, and we already mentioned Watchmen. Didn't translate well to the big screen, but Night Owl and Silk Spectra in the comic was was pretty good. That was good, and the time where Doctor Manhattan split himself into like four. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really gave it to her. That was that was something else. Just gave um, her the business. Ford, uh, Swamp Thing gets a lot of ass. 
Yeah, he does. You wouldn't think so, it, but he does. You wouldn't think it, but he sure does. Like flowers, sure know? does. So. All right, Ryan. I think anything else? Anything other? Any love? Uh, love scenes? Again, no, I'm sure bad. we're going to get inundated with t- tweets and emails. So I'm sure yeah, we th- missed a bunch. And we tried to do, you know, we tried to do some same sex stuff. We tried to do this for everybody. You know, we tried to do, you know, if you're like straight up, if you like the 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 gay stuff, if you like yeah. the animal stuff, if you like the, you know anthropomorphic plants you know we got we got everything i think we covered all our bases here it's a real grab bag here yeah there was some stuff with some celestial beings some demons and angels and stuff that we kind of didn't hit on but uh it's all right um but hey you know we tried and i feel i feel bad because i feel like e3 kind of took over we yeah if you want maybe we do more of a deep dive you know somewhere else you know but uh boy oh boy where else would we do it where else would we do it i don't know yeah all right you can do it on youtube i don't know well, you're allowed to YouTube post if you'd like. I am. I am. I was thinking of this. What are people speaking of comic books, Ryan? I had an idea called hashtag Dork Comic Book Reports, and we we sort of we tackle one graphic novel and we discuss it on the YouTube. I like it. All right. I like it. All right. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? Uh, I will kick. All right. Time. I will receive uh, pick of the podcast. Anthony Bourdain. Oh, terrible, man. just terrible. Yeah, I saw that news uh, while I was on vacation. That was crazy. That's uh, too bad. Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain in a week. That was wild. But my real yep. pick of the podcast this week, Ryan, is I finally got around to reading the entire first volume of All Star Batman uh, by Scott Snyder in the DC Rebirth. It's awesome. It's really it, I mean, Scott Snyder's it. great anyway. But he he introduced or he doesn't introduce, but he brings in a ton of different villains. And basically, he's got Two Face, and uh, he's brought in Two Face. Batman has, and Two Face has issued this thing where he's like, "If you can free me, I will give you all of the money that like Penguin, Black Mask, and like somebody else have." So now you just have all these people trying to attack them to like get rid of Batman and like free Two Face. So it's it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Did you see that uh, Jeff Johns is out? As DC creative director? Yeah. I was like, I, I like Jeff Johns, but I don't know how great everything's going at DC. And they're bringing in Jim Lee, who's really good. Jim Lee is really good. I think Jeff Johns signed some like writing and producing thing in yeah, terms he's, of movies. He's so. still on board. He's going to write a few things still, which I, I like him. A lot of his comics are pretty good, but yeah. we'll see what, what Jim Lee brings to the table. Maybe, what, he does it. Maybe they're bringing him in to save the, uh, the movies, but who knows? Maybe. Yeah. What do you got? So my pick of the pod this week is a is a video game, if you can believe it. Um, nice. So a lot of people are going bananas over the N sixty four, the uh, the the classic, the SNES classic, the NES classic, and all this stuff. And what Sega has done, sneaky, is they've released uh, the Genesis classics on a- Xbox and PS four, and for just thirty dollars, Richard, um, you can get thirty classic Genesis games. I know you're a big Genesis guy. Love Genesis. And the only reason I bring this up, and it, it's so you have. All three Golden Axes, all three Streets of Rage, uh, like three Sonics. You have Sonic, Sonic, Sonic 2, uh, Sonic Spinball, and Sonic 3D Blast. And then you have, so you, there's a bunch of games on there that you'd want to play. But, Richard, you can come back now. Toe Jam and Earl. Oh! And Planet Toe Jam and Earl in Panic on Funkatron yes. are both on this. So you can yes. actually, maybe Sharky's off the hook now, where you can actually beat this game and see the end credits. Well, Shark, if you're listening, we're obviously going to be playing this game. I don't know if I told the story on the podcast or not, but you remember back in the day when you'd beat a video game and then you'd take hours or whatever, you'd beat the video game, and then there'd be that whole end credit sequence, right? There'd be like a whole thing, like a whole to-do. And it's looking back on it, it was probably terrible animation now, but at the time, yeah. it was great. And you could only see it. Like, you couldn't go on YouTube and ha- watch somebody, how they beat a game. You had to beat the game. And so me and Shark played Toe Jam and Earl forever. We finally beat it. And I even said something, like, all right, all right, here we go, here we go, here we go. And, like, as he was putting his controller down, he, like, hit a button, and it starts all the way over. And it's like, to play, press start. And I'm like, <laughs> you asshole. And he's never lived that down. That was probably... 25 years ago. Oh, well. Son of a bitch. Oh, well. That's uh, it. So pick that up. It's 30 bucks. So right. a dollar a game. All right. That's pretty good. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. Next week, uh, TBD, Ryan, for our episode. TBD. We will do uh, – Nicole and I will be back for The Staircase. So look for that sometime next week. You can rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes. And by the way, there's been like a recent uptick. I believe, in uh, downloads for the podcast. So thank you, everybody, 
Uh, you've obviously told people about the podcast. We appreciate that. Uh, all the reviews help. All the the subscriptions and all that crap help. At Dork Podcast on the Twitter. We like to get you know go back and forth there. YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast. And you can email us at any time. DorkPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Davey's doing some stuff, including on Twitch. Where can they follow, follow you there? They can follow me at Arvon D on any major media social outlet. So one of the things that's been going on um, with Twitch, and I mentioned this last night, um, I am... I didn't know like this was a thing, but I am like eighty percent of the way of being a Twitch affiliate. I don't know what that means. means. So basically, what that means is I can start actually making money off of being on Twitch. Now we're talking, and I'm I'm almost there where people can subscribe and use their uh, Amazon Prime Twitch accounts to like subscribe to me, which I get kicks some money for that. Um, And we're almost there. I just have to average. I think it's over three, you know, over three or four viewers uh, for the month. And then we're there. So I, I have to get a regular schedule. And, but I'm going to be twitching more and more. Three or I saw four? The Twitch That's channel it? Last night. It looks ridiculous now. That's so. all you have to do? So get on there. Get on to Twitch. Oh, no, 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 no. No, there's more that you have to do, but that's like the last step. Oh, got it, got it. So go Arvon yeah. D on Twitch. Uh, Davey's always playing something. Sometimes we're on there all playing Overwatch or whatever. So check him out on Twitch. That should be a simple thing. And we're going to try to do more uh, content on YouTube as well, including hashtag dork comic book report, which nobody has asked for, but you're probably going to get it anyway. We're going to get it anyway. We're going to trade off and go tit for tat. As soon as Rich does one, I'll do one, and then we'll go back and forth like that. I'll tell you what, Ryan. After this episode, I'm going to have to take a cold, cold shower. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling it. Because, feeling of, it. because of the erection in my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't pick up on that. <laughs> you weren't sure what I was talking about. All right. Thanks, to everybody, uh, for listening to hashtag dork. We will talk to you Next week.